Hey everybody, welcome to Homeroom with Phil Valentine, a podcast hosted by me, comedian teacher Phil Valentine. Every week I'm going to sit down with a new guest and talk to them about their school experience, what it was like for them every day between the bells. Thanks for tuning in. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, follow, and share with a friend if you like the show. This week I had on my friend and fellow comedian Luz Michelle. Uh, I got to know Luz through doing comedy in Westchester, and she's a really funny comic and has always put on really great shows. Uh, One of those shows that I did just before the pandemic that we talk about in here was her husband's birthday show, and that was just a great time. Had a lot of fun recording this. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So please uh, kick back, relax, and enjoy. Was Lucy's the first place we crossed paths? I'm going to say yes. I think so. I think so. Was it so. the open mic? It could have been the open mic. I I know it's it becomes one of those things where it's like, yeah, one, like- I, I, don't, I can't pinpoint the first because... I know there we you know run into each other and in, all over the city, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the other layer is Westchester, and so <laughs> whether it was in the Bronx, but I think Lucy's was the the first place. I think Lucy's was too. Must have been a Mike. Yeah, had to have been a Mike. Yeah, seems like years ago. It does seem like <laughs> years ago. Well, it's funny because here we are in the pandemic. I haven't seen you in a year and a half, mm-hmm. and and then so it's like. In my head, I'm like, we've been friends for a couple of years, but it's like, well, hold on. We haven't seen each other for a couple of years. And then yeah, we were friends true. for a couple of years before yeah. that, you know. And actually, in fact, one of my last shows before the pandemic was at Lucy's and it was yes, Harrison's yes. birthday. Could have been a super spreader. <laughs> it could have been a super spreader <laughs> That's event. That's always like, you know, still can't joke about it. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, when we we always think like because it was literally the last weekend or the first weekend of March. Wow. When we had that. Right. And then what? Less than three weeks later that we were shut down. We were shut down. Shut down. The thing that sticks out to me from from doing that show more than anything. And I've told I've told my girlfriend, Christine, about this several times. <laughs> the rainbow cookie cake so good that rocked my world nice that was nice. like i'm yeah. happy to hear that that is like some i hold on to that i'm nice. i my birthday every year i go ice cream cake but i love breakfast dessert i'll get a bagel and a rainbow cookie and then seeing that rainbow cookie cake it's his favorite that his favorite. was and i got that at the bakery down the block from lucy's look at that okay, a little shout out don't remember the name but down the block from lucy's <laughs> <laughs> is Lucy still there? Lucy's is still there. They closed for a minute. They remodeled. Haven't heard from them. Um, <laughs> I'm That's... not 100% sure, but they're slowly returning. Got and it. Right now, music is the forefront. So uh, we'll see. That sounds familiar, right? Every yeah. <laughs> every place you try to get a comedy show. Oh, we have, mu- we have a yeah. band here on Wednesday nights. We have music and poetry jam. Mm. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> The worst is when they try to blend it. Like, oh, do you want to do a set in between three screamo bands? Have you ever done an open mic with music? Yeah. When they yeah. give you 15 minutes? Fif- yeah. <laughs> so I'm in a pretty good one that I do on, on Tuesday nights where it's like it's hit or miss. On Beal, it's like I call it my my home uh home venue you did the bronx show there that i do when i do the comedy show Oh, okay i remember that yeah but yeah, they yeah. do just like a mic a mixed mic but 
it's only mixed because I'm I do the open mic like I do comedy there and uh, yeah the the it's there's no light there's no running the light there's no keep it to four and a <laughs> half no minutes light. if you hit five you're not coming back it's like do whatever is equivalent to four songs <laughs> it's true and they're mainly there for the music so up there for fifteen minutes as a comic doing oh. an open mic and sometimes be horrible horrible because sometimes like. Music at an open mic or in any venue, it it can be background, right? Like maybe not, maybe the performer doesn't feel that way, right? They want everybody paying attention. But yeah. if you're sitting at a table, it's easy to have somebody, you know, singing Sweet Caroline in the background <laughs> as opposed to like coming in on the wrong end of a joke, you know? Oh, you're different. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, yeah, like, true. someone it, sings a happy song, and you come on and talk about like rape or something. You yeah, know? <laughs> it's just all flowing. <laughs> or even the same same thing is like somebody sings a bummer of a song, and you're like, "Well, I wanted to make you guys laugh. Like, right. nobody's in the mood." Yeah, exactly. yeah. someone just sang the saddest song in the world. And you're like, "Hey!" <laughs> and if you have a microphone. And you're telling if and it's not accompanied by laughter, you're no longer doing comedy. You're just mm. giving a speech. <laughs> you're just up there yeah. speaking. Spoken almost like spoken, spoken word, word, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evoking all the wrong responses. <laughs> but that's the new thing I feel like too, since we've returned right there mixing music and comedy a lot more now. I've noticed with the shows. Yeah, yeah. You see more of that. You yeah. see Yeah. Which I, you know, I'm sure there's a blended balance, but uh, I think... Supporting the arts. Exactly, yeah. Supporting the arts. In the right, it can go right in the right way. Like, I love the way the Comedy Cellar has a band on the weekend in the Village Underground and stuff. Um, as a as a viewer, not as a performer. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's like, most of the time people are there for one or the other and just view the other as the nuisance yeah. you know it's true it's true it's very true I've, I've, especially up where i am like northern westchester yeah a lot of the open mics were like that i it would be like a three-hour open mic yeah <laughs> i've done it where there were 10 people who were singing and i was the only comedian so it was yeah it was a lot yeah. <laughs> i just did a show you don't even know <laughs> yeah oh my god i just poured my dream out into the microphone and you guys are ordering appetizers yeah. feel so good about uh, myself <laughs> we could talk open mics all day we could but we could. here we are homeroom episode eight homeroom we're here to talk about school <laughs> interesting topic phil i it, love it yes i i got i have a hunch you got some uh oh, some god. tales tales some balls of yarn to spin from oh, school god school where was it where was school for you tell let's just start oh, with the broad stroke so i went to elementary school in staten island i went to ps 69 okay oh, <laughs> and <my> then <laughs> i went to junior high at um, IS-72, Rocco Laurie. <laughs> and then high school was a thing. High school was a thing. High yeah. school was a high thing? High school was a thing. I went to two different high schools, you know, that whole... By, by choice or by... Uh... Well, you know, no one told me in high school that if you walk in through the front door, you can just walk out the side door. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no one told you no or no one, one had to no, tell yeah, you? No, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, where, where does that door go? Oh, yeah. that's funny. 
<laughs> okay, so yeah. Uh, all right, I want to get into that, but I want to hear. <laughs> tell me about uh, elementary. So you went to public school. Yeah. Were you walking to school? Were you taking the bus? I took the bus. I took the bus to school. It was a little bus. bit of a distance. Yes, the good old city buses where you got beat up every day. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so you're you're in Staten Island, and mm. you're taking the bus. Like, are you seeing some shit on the ride? There was always fights, oh, yeah. you know, because it was very different. It was very different back in the day on the school buses. You got in fist fights and stuff like that. Right. Um, I got really tortured because um, I found out at a very young age that I was adopted. Okay. So I was the one who got on the bus one day and decided to tell everyone and then got tormented for, you know, years. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. My mother had to get on the bus time or two and yell at everyone. Oh, Classic. <laughs> Classic. Had, so you just got on and told her. You were like, well, this will be old news by the end of the bus yeah, ride. Yeah, I just, you know, yeah. as if someone was like, I got a new pair of shoes for school. You know, I was like, oh, I'm adopted. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice shirt. Listen to this. Yeah, yeah. I'm adopted. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was something. Well, hold on. So you said you found out. Did you find out on, like, were you supposed to find out? Yeah, my mom, my mom told me. All right. Um, like, we talking kindergarten? Actually, I was about seven years old. Okay. I was about six or seven years old when she told me. Okay. Because uh, about a couple of months later, my brother came. Okay. All right. Changed up the dynamic. Yeah. So she yeah. was like, we got to tell her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a stork. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. <laughs> All right. So that is i mean that's heavy so it's heavy seven years old seven years old so how how did you deal with did you get shit for that your whole life like from kids at school or yeah. was it yeah. yeah i did i got a lot because there wasn't a lot of colombian native indian kids walking around right right with eastern european parents yeah <laughs> you know it's a unique blend right there it was a very unique blend so it was a identity crisis forever it felt like sure. who do you hang out with where do you fit you look like this but you sound like that you know right right so and then my brother came like i found out a couple of months later my brother was there right and it was like oh okay you know i've been trying to kill him ever since so. <laughs> <laughs> he just like ruined he wait was what he I had also going. adopted yeah okay so he we're can't, not how, blood related how old was he when he um so he was a couple of months old. Okay. He took a little bit longer for my parents to uh, get. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, he came in 1987. All right. Hey, me too. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So... Wow, I I mean we jumped right into that. I, yeah. I like that. So I've been holding that in for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about your mom. Your mom got on your bus. She's uh, in mama bear mode, right? Yeah, because I would get off the bus crying that right. I was being made fun of, and yeah, she'd get on that bus. She would knock on parents' doors. She would yeah. yell at kids. Like this was a different era. Different era. Yeah. <laughs> she would yell at kids. Yell at them. Yeah. Yeah. She would. Oh, man, that's always the worst, getting yelled at by somebody else's mom. Always. always. You can't even do that now. <laughs> no. Unless it's like your friend's kid. <laughs> but even that, you have to be like, careful. Yeah, you have boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you're taking the bus ride to school. You said it was a lengthy ride to school. You get to school. What? 
What do you like at school when you little little lose? What do you like? What are little lose like? You causing trouble? You having fun? Um, I think it, for me, especially oh god, elementary school, it was more. I just wanted to be with friends. Okay. I I had a lot of hard times in school. Yeah. I didn't absorb information well. Okay. I didn't learn by someone writing on the chalkboard. I always needed like the hands on. You know, like right. now they call it Montessori. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's, I was just gonna say this is like. A bygone era of like there was no empathy for that. There no, was no, none. Like, all right, we're gonna you know try this method or these strategies. It was very like, different. And I'm sure your teachers were saying stuff on parent teacher night, and your parents were like, "What the hell are you doing?" You know. <laughs> yes. You, what do you got a screw loose? You know, saying <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, like the That's first it. time I got sent to the principal's office was kindergarten. Wow. I raised my middle finger. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I had no idea what I was doing. I just did it in the middle of circle time. And next thing I knew. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. Yeah. So so like some some unintentional trouble early on. Yes. Even before finding out I was adopted. Yeah. Yeah. The mischief was always, always there. Yeah. Always there. A little bit of like curiosity how far always. you could push it yeah always but yeah. always got in trouble for it yeah <laughs> did you have pa- uh like patient teachers in that regard or do you have teachers that were like i am not putting up with this i it's funny because a week before you reached out to me my husband and i were actually talking about when did it turn for us in yeah. school yeah right and for me it was fourth grade I'm not going to say his full name. We're going to call him <laughs> Mr. K. <laughs> but for me, it was fourth grade where yeah, the happy, the nice teachers, uh, this is where he had to learn and have fun, just stopped. Yeah. It was fourth grade for me. Okay. Yeah. So Mr. K was like uh, by the book. Mean. Just like he a He was prick. a mean, mean person. He was. Yeah. And I had a lot of shit going on in fourth grade. I thought, um, I just told my daughter the story the other day. I thought in fourth grade I could do a backflip. <laughs> and the schools were different. So our wall was concrete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was shiny concrete. Stuffed with asbestos. You know, yeah. <laughs> and mold. And I decided to just do a backflip, not even knowing how to do a backflip. And I fractured my nose so bad, I still have the bump. So you must have pulled it around, though, the, the flip. I just smashed to land it to on the your wall. Nose. <laughs> <laughs> my face went right. In. Yeah, like I had something going yeah. that that part of my body did. Yeah. Yeah. Face plant the, the wall backwards. Right. <laughs> And then, so I had the whole, I had the bandage. I had the old school metal band-aid that they used to do. I had the black eyes. Oh, my God. Um, It was near the winter. It was a week later. I broke out with a rash all around my mouth from dryness. Oh, man. So bad. That was fourth grade. And I had a really, really mean teacher. Like, it was, fourth grade was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) A lot to unpack. It was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. It was a lot to unpack. Yeah. It was. And it's, we were just talking a while ago. It's different. Right. It's different. It was right. so different back in the day. You didn't talk about feelings. Like, I remember my mom yelling at me saying, you have to go to school. And I was just like, look at me. Right. How can I walk around like this? <laughs> I have a rash around my mouth. My eyes are bloodshot. Oh, my Bruised. God. And my nose is fractured. But you still went to school. You went to school, yeah. There was no like, 
no thought of a. I mean, this wouldn't necessarily fall into that, but no thought of a mental health day back no. then. You know, but even that is like physical health. Yeah. Is like your eye. You you know, you look like a Halloween costume. Yeah, your I'm gonna eye, take a minute. <laughs> oh my, oh god. my god! So were you? Uh, were you? You were making some trouble or, or getting getting into some trouble. Uh, were you a class clown at all or no? No, I was very quiet. Really? That is almost impossible to I picture. I was very quiet. I was very reserved. Um, I was, was that like a home expectation? Like you go to school, you learn, you be quiet? I mean, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents, like I didn't ever get punished Okay. Um, I didn't ever get a hand raised to me. Okay. Because um, I'm adopted. <laughs> <laughs> you chose me. <laughs> I'm the golden child. Uh, so I don't know why it was like that in school, to be honest. You know, I'm sure that's something my therapist and I could talk about. But right. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was very quiet. I was very shy. Okay. I was only comfortable around friends that I knew, okay. like from my neighborhood. Um but I was, I was always very curious, even to this day at 41 years old. I'm, I'm very curious and I will take risks to kill the curiosity. Okay. And that's what happened a lot in school. Okay. Right? Don't pull the fire alarm. Why? What happens? You know? <laughs> oh. Well, just like you said, we get into high school for the first time. It's like, well, what's on the other side of this door? You know? Nothing. I can yeah. be. <laughs> I can be out it. Oh, it's outside. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm gonna go. <laughs> and there's nobody here telling me to go back in. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, uh, so like, curious, quite, and this is something I'm noticing with a couple of city people I've I've talked to, like kids who went through the city school. Is you kind of have your your school friends. I call them your nine to five friends, <sighs> but you're not hanging out with them outside of school. You have your neighborhood friends that you're hanging out with at home after yeah. school. So that's what it was for me. It was whoever was in the class I was making friends with, but I had a group that we lived in the same neighborhood and we took the bus together. Right. Um, outside of that. Yeah, it was very interesting. But I think just also just at a very young age, like I just I had no idea how, where I fit in, how to fit in. I didn't have these right. life tools and, you know. And again, like we talked about this earlier, like uh, – those life tools weren't being presented at school. No, like, I I know. I hope. Well, you said you had to have a daughter, um, and I teach during the day, and I know that you know there's a more and more emphasis on SEL, social emotional learning, learning what your emotions are, learning how to deal with your emotions. And what? we talk about it more than it's probably enacted. You know, as we said, <laughs> it's true. But. It's also more than it was for us when we were in school. Like there was no sense of like set None. your own boundaries and things like that None. when you're when we were kids. And None. Yeah. Now I'm still learning that. I literally had this conversation Sunday night with a girlfriend. I asked her, I was like, I'm learning now in my life that you do need boundaries. You have to have boundaries with certain relationships in your life. Yeah. I was like, but I didn't I was never taught that. Right, right. So I've always given boundaries with being aggressive or coming off just very like cross to someone because I didn't, I didn't know. Right. You know, I didn't, I had no idea. Like just learning that now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like understanding the difference between like setting your boundary and reaching your limit. You know, it's like, oh, I can say that that's my boundary ahead of time. 
Or I can wait until I blow my lid and I'm like, you pushed me to my limit. Yeah. <laughs> you did this. And then the little voice is like, you didn't set a boundary. <laughs> no one told me what it was. What is a fucking boundary? <laughs> uh, bringing it back to school, question I like to ask. What was your lunch situation? Did you eat school lunch? Were you brown oh, bagging? Oh, God. I was brown bag. Brown bag. My mother refused for me to have hot lunch. Yeah. Her excuse was, if we're able to buy food, then you should eat it. Yep. You don't need hot lunch. But hot lunch was like the coolest thing. I was allowed to to buy lunch once a week, and it was That's the fun. best. It was like... I. I I can still, I used to love the school chicken pot pie in like third and fourth grade. The chicken pot pie. So wow. Random. Huge flashback. That and the <laughs> Ilios pizza. Yes. And then I was, I said this um, on another episode, but when I got to high school and I, and I had like my own school job, like that was, that was what unlocked. Mm. I could buy lunch every day every at day. school. And we had like the sandwich station, you know, like a deli station and I was like, finally, I broke free. I don't have to brown bag it anymore. Brown bag forever. Yeah. I even went through a period to make myself happier. I would write stories on the brown bag. And I would say my mother wrote it. (laughs) She didn't. She didn't. I hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Yeah. We love you. You're amazing and beautiful and confident and know how to set boundaries. (laughs) And know what boundaries are. Yeah. When no, it was all me and my imaginary world. Oh, my God. That's too good. Um, My dad used to like make our our lunch. That was like his job. And me and my brother talk about this like. I don't know. We, he just didn't eat sandwiches and stuff himself. He's a vegetarian, all this. So when he would make us sandwiches, he would be oh, laying boy. the cold cur- cold cuts flat, like not lining up the bread. Mm. You'd have nobody was trading for our lunches. Like if we were getting something <laughs> from somebody else's lunchbox, it was an act of charity. Mm. And mm. he was a health nut. We used to get the. F- oh, I can't believe I'm thinking about this. The fig fig Newtons. They would come in a two pack, yeah. and. Me and my brother, we were we were shopping in the husky section. <laughs> my dad used to break the two pack open and give us a fig newton each. Like what is it? It was like war rations he was giving out. Was like we have to wait in the bread we're line. In for survival. That. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is survival my God. mode. Yeah, I go through that now because I make lunch for my kids. Okay. Yeah. It's like sometimes I'm like, I don't can you take a muffin? <laughs> <laughs> Do they want to buy lunch? Do they want to buy hot lunch or is well, it not as much of a thing? It more happened like with the whole pandemic. So like my son's school used to offer it and now since the pandemic, they don't. So okay. for him, I make lunch five days a week and he brings snack. Okay. My daughter, they brought it back. And for right now, it's free. Okay. I guess so, until question mark. Yeah. But I was making it until she got wind. Yeah. yeah. Where she was like, you know. Some people get food from school. And I was like, yeah. I was like, do you want to do that? And shoot. So I actually started her also with one day. Once a week. Every yeah. Friday. Nice. And it's then the pandemic happened. And when, when she returned, I was like, five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> five days a week. <laughs> when we were doing uh, like remote during the pandemic, oh, man, God. I tapped into just loving having hot lunch at home. That was I the bet. best. Yeah. I bet. 
there was a lot more I liked about teaching uh, <laughs> remotely than just the lunch. I'm but. sure. I'm <laughs> sure. I'm sure. <laughs> oh my god. Um. All right. So cut to we get to we mm. we get through junior. Uh, excuse me, elementary school. You have a prick of a fourth grade teacher, and that's right. kind of when the turn happens to like school is no longer the fun place. No but, more. And we get to to junior high. Is that sixth grade or seventh grade that you start junior high? So that was sixth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. And you're switching classes, all that. I believe so. Yeah, you had a homeroom. Yeah, and then you would go to yeah for science, math, history, all of it. Uh, junior high was difficult. <laughs> junior high is where I learned to apply my hands to other humans. Um, and it was a bit of a shit storm. Uh, <laughs> that is, yeah. I mean, that can be taken so many ways and mm. it, none of them are good ways when you're none in junior high. None of it was. Yeah. Another thing, I, I didn't know boundaries. Okay. So I didn't know you couldn't just, you know, pick up a chair and throw it at someone. Turns out they're going to get really mad. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a fighter? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes, I was. Um, Getting on and suspended, off. all that? I didn't get suspended. That was the one thing. Because okay. a lot of the times the fight wasn't 100% my fault. Okay. But then a lot of the times it was. Okay. Um, girl fights are scary. Girl fights are scary. But the problem was a lot of my fights were with girls. Oh, okay. wow. Which is also... I had it out for men. Which is another scary mm -hmm. uh, situation. Red flag. <laughs> <laughs> we're noticing a lot of red flags. Uh. But like, I'm saying, as a teacher, if there's three types of fights, right? Girl, girl fight, boy, girl fight, mm -hmm. boy, boy fight. Boy, boy is going to be the easiest to break up. Oh, girl girls are vicious. Girl, Girls actually want to fight. Vicious. Boys are hoping that somebody will break them up, you know? They schedule their, I'll fight you after school. Mm -hmm. The only reason you're not fighting now is because you're hoping something will happen between now and fight time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that it will was be, true. Please get me picked up early, you know? <laughs> and I think a lot of it, too, was I didn't enjoy fighting girls because girls always scratched, pulled hair, pulled hair. and smacked. Yeah. Whereas guys, like, they went in and they used fists, and I was like, yes! Why were you fighting? You were just, like... yeah. I was just fighting. I had anger. Yeah. yeah. I had anger. Uh, I had a lot of jealousy towards my brother. Okay. Um, mom wasn't that great. Okay. Uh, mentally raising two kids and dad, you know, working full time. Right. So all, I didn't have an out. Okay. So my out became fighting. Right. You get attention that way. Born, you yeah. Do. Yeah. Uh, Negative attention. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still like... Somebody seeing you, right? Like yeah. you get into a fight. Yeah. You're and gonna, here comes my mom. She has to come yeah. up to the school. We got to have the conversation. So it's going to be about me. Yeah. Yes. It was a whole shit and caboodle. But all I did was make my brother look better. <laughs> did your brother go to the same schools as you? Yes, except for high school. Okay. Yeah, he went to the same. Did he go through like a little bit of your shadow coming up? No. No. Because okay. we're seven years apart. Seven years apart. All right. I know when I got to high school, like... There were some teachers that it didn't matter. Me and my brother were five years apart, mm, but I was just, just little Nick. That didn't matter. I wasn't <laughs> Phil. I was little Nick or Nick's brother. Yeah. Or, you know. My daughter's doing that for my son, I bet. Yeah, they see the name. They're like, oh, boy. Yeah. Were you just <laughs> fighting in school or in the neighborhood, too? Um, it was more school. In the neighborhood, it was play. Yeah. Like everyone would just fight out of play. Yeah. Um, but, you know, being so young, you wind up incorporating that. 
um, right. and to not play. Uh. Well, I, I mean, always four out of five fights we break up, start as playing around, you know? Yeah. And the next thing you're like, oh, oh, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing each other. Yeah. Well, it looks like he stopped playing. I don't know. <laughs> um, so you're fighting boys, fighting I boys was, in the schoolyard. I was fighting boys. And then um, there came a day where my mom uh, gave me a pair of boxing gloves. Okay. She's she like, got a little note from a therapist, you know, because she would put me in therapy and she would just like sit there and shake her head. Yeah. Because I would tell them what they wanted to hear. Right, you know? right. I was like, oh, it's all her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all her. She makes me feel this way. Uh. Has nothing to do with me. I'm processing yeah. everything appropriately. It's really not me. I'm adopted. <laughs> Um, and through there, I learned more about like mental discipline as far as not raising your hands to people and right. knowing where and when, and again, wasn't taught boundaries, right? right? Right. So it's like, okay, she likes to fight. You know, we should put her in something so she's not fighting kids in school. Yes. Uh, <laughs> did it work? It worked. It okay. definitely, it, it definitely did. I mean, I had my fair share of street fights. Um, I've been jumped, you know, the whole nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as time went on. I love that you're like, you know, I got jumped. I had to fight like <laughs> Staten Island experience. I grew up I in LaGrange, New yeah, York. I'm chased. like, yeah, I got jumped. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was like a thing, um, which always sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the good thing I have to say is um, I always became friends with people that like either had a lot of respect from others or people were afraid of them. Okay. So that always helped. Right, it right. Squashed a lot of beef as we used to say yeah. back in the day, right? <laughs> I got beef with her. <laughs> and, and that kind of like got you a little bit of that like agency, right? Like being in with the right people yeah, or, or things like that. It did. It did. Because I really was this really nice, sensitive person inside. Right. And this whole persona took a life of its own. Right, right. You know, and... It's like you become almost like a wrestling character. And it's like, well, where does the character start and I start, stop, you know? Yeah. Oh, man, what a trip. Yeah. Um. Did you, did you like start boxing i did yeah i did i didn't have many ring ring fights because i had a coach who was fully aware like this this is different right probably right. not gonna put you in a ring <laughs> um I, I did it twice one i won and one i got really badly beat up and i was like i'm never doing this again <laughs> that's good yeah <laughs> that'll do i'm going back to the streets <laughs> you know i'd rather street fight because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was but it was something that till this day like i'll just i'll always remember it because it was it was like really a moment of learning like this person is not full of shit like this is a trained fucking fighter right and, you know this can happen in the real world right you know you can't just run your mouth and say things to people and not think someone's going to retaliate you know, that's kind of what I learned. Because you do all that in a ring. You say things to each other. You right. don't always hear it, but that's what I was doing. Next thing I knew, I got knocked the fuck out. Right, right. <laughs> that's a lesson a few more people could stand to yeah. learn. Yeah. You know, like that immediate <laughs> consequence to action. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes I just need to get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, uh, did you play any other sports, any school sports? I was terrible at all of them. Yeah. Um, um, we did softball for a minute. Um, I didn't do well uh, with the rules. I got kicked out. 
<laughs> um, Noticing a theme. Yeah, father put me in ROTC. Oh. Uh, didn't work out. I got kicked out mandatorily wow. because I held a boyfriend's hand when you weren't supposed to, and we were both in uniform. Uh, well yeah. there we go another example of putting your hands on somebody else's <laughs> body <laughs> so is that junior trouble? high still no that was like my first year of high school okay um and that didn't work out one thing that did work out but it didn't really go anywhere was track okay i was a very good runner All very right. good runner it's very good and what what's the name of this high school because you said you went to a couple right oh god so first i went to port richmond high school um for a little bit Still public school? Yeah, this was still public school, but it was I was cutting left and right. Yeah. Um, my father went up for open school night, and pretty much he'd say my name, and at least, let's say if I had six teachers, two of them, three of them had no idea who I was. So <laughs> we started seeing a pattern, um, and then my father just, he absolutely refused to put me in GED. Okay. But it was kind of where I was heading right let's just wrap this up right um and then we found out about a private school in Staten island um where pretty much it's the end of the line for a lot of kids yeah yeah um well but you're cutting class cutting school often what are you doing like you cutting with friends and just going and smoking smoking we're not even smoking pot we're smoking cigarettes yeah yeah or we were getting bagels or we were reading gossip magazines anything but or a house party at nine o'clock in the morning you know (laughs) like it wasn't you know um but i loved it i loved the rebellious of it i loved that you can get in trouble i loved that i wasn't in class because it wasn't i was way past what i needed in order to function in a classroom sure it was just, yeah, lost cause, right? Lost cause. It's not, I still have that to this day. Like, I can read a book and I'm reading the first page like 15 times. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking about something that I haven't thought about in like years, yeah. right? <laughs> and in this moment. <laughs> so your parents realized, I get probably a principal or counselor spoke to them and were like, listen, the options are, are running low, right? It was the VP, not going to say her name, <laughs> Miss C, ends in N, <laughs> not going to say her name. Miss C, you next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. right. We'll put her name or that. Um, pretty much we had a meeting with her, me and my dad, and she pretty much was like, you know, your daughter's failing out. Uh, and you know what they used to say back in the day, she's never going to make it. Right. Right. You know, she has no discipline. She has a terrible attitude. She right. thinks she knows everything. Like, and you're just like, how come you never said it to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's all this coming from? <laughs> and then, yeah, my father put me in a private school. Um, it was called Richmond town prep. Okay. I think there's a version of it that still exists. Um, it was pretty much um, a building that was rented out next to a Catholic school, and it was the bare minimum. Okay. One floor, four classrooms, um, run by a brother and a sister, and it was fucking mayhem. It, w- it was a bunch of kids who mayhem. it was like either this or they're out of school. Day one. A girl in the school got arrested for selling heroin. My first day. Because I came in already, the, like the year was happening. Wow. Um, and I was just like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> My people. And now this is fucking high school. <laughs> was it? Um, was this your freshman year? You went in the middle of the year? Or? Uh, I 
think I went sophomore. I think okay. I made it. Yeah, I lasted about a year and a half in uh, public high school. Yeah, and I went in mid-year of soph sophomore. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a trip. It was yeah. a real trip um, from f getting into fight. Well, the thing was, it was a very small school. It was like eight girls. We were all friends except for this one girl. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then it, the rest of it was guys. Yeah. Um, so everyone in the school, I would say if, let's say there was 20 of us, 18 of us got along. So okay. it was that too like i developed relationships and sure. i learned more street smarts also sure. in this school but was it strict <laughs> was it a strict school no no and we had to wear uniforms <laughs> yeah oh the school was practically falling apart um and yeah it was it was um but i have the memories <laughs> yeah that's pretty cool like yeah. that's pretty wild anyway um did you guys have like dances and proms and stuff or this was just we like had a prom um it was a huge you know drug fest alcohol <laughs> um because a lot of the kids i went to school with their parents had money yeah like their oh. parents were doctors and lawyers and they were just like the bad kid yeah my father he was an underwriter for an insurance company he just absolutely refused to put me in g-day yeah. so he was like if this is where you're gonna get a high school diploma then this is the way right but like these kids like yeah their parents Forget it. Yeah. You know, there were authors, uh, movie producers, some of them, and they also didn't want their kid in GD. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> and so you graduated. Uh, yeah, I decided a uh, week before graduation uh, to get in a massive car accident. It was a oh. DUI with an X oh. and walked down the aisle. He was driving or you were driving? He was driving. Okay. Um. But I was in the car. I didn't say no. Yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't say don't do this. I was like, let's do kids. it. You know, terrible. I was young. I was eighteen. I was eighteen. Yeah, I just turned eighteen. Though. Neighborhood guy or school guy or what? He was a neighborhood guy. Um, he moved here from Brooklyn. Okay. So that was my target. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't know about my red flags yet? He, yeah, and he seems like a bad boy. You know, I was all about it. Um, yeah, so I walked down the aisle with my mouth wired. Um, oh couldn't my bend my left knee, so it was a little bit of a peg leg. Um, <laughs> looked up at my mother while walking in with everyone, and she was just shaking her head. Like, disgust, <laughs> disappointment. I was like, hey, my daughter, hey, all. <laughs> Like, oh, I know you guys are supposed to be clapping now. What What's you... wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I'm permanently smiling. <laughs> oh, man. But if not overwhelmed with pride, they certainly must have been relieved. Well, you know, you would say that. So parents, you know, I can say this. My parents are very, they were very Jewish parents. Okay. Because I remember accident happens. We're in the hospital. I'm in the ER. The nurse lets me know that my parents are here. And she's like, we're going to send them in. And I was like, Ooh. in between that, I passed out. Mm -hmm. So hour or so later, I wake up, I look at them, and they're both just shaking their head in disappointment. They're like, we are so disappointed in you. Yo. And my father's like, you're lucky you're alive. And I'm like, am I? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I, I haven't gotten to the lucky feeling am yet. I? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, so I put my parents through uh, some shit. Yeah. yeah. 
You that you've had yeah. a, a storied school experience. Yeah, I was a hand. I was. <laughs> I was a handful. But I really like as an adult now and a mom. You know, it's I had a school system that failed me. Well, I was gonna say right. Like I talk about uh, at work or with other teachers. Like it. I don't call it or I do call it this, but I didn't come up with this. Is like ten eighty ten. It's. Uh, 80% of your kids in, in your mm. classroom are going to be fine in that classroom. 10% are going to be, they're, they're not going to fit in for some, you know, like they're not going to keep up, whether it's because they are, their behavior is going to mm. bar them from that or intellectually they can't keep up. And then 10% are going to be above your median group, you know, yeah. so 10, 80, 10. And it sounds like you fell into one of the yeah, tens. I was the 10%. You know? Yeah. It sounds like you went to a high school of 10 percenters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is, I mean, it is true that it, it's not a one size fits all. It is. It's not. We try to say at this point that it's one size fits most, but I think we're even getting away from that. And I think, you know, getting away from necessarily your school experience, but like the pandemic kind of highlighted that, right? Where kids were doing school at home or school remotely and kind of able to do it more their way. We've we've now taken away that common experience a little bit more. It's true. Because it's not going to work for everyone. Like, right. And it, that's why it was just, it was always so difficult, whether it was elementary school, junior high school, high school, college. It was always just so difficult for yeah. me. It was always... Even to this day, you know, thank God I married a straight A student. Like my husband's an <laughs> NYU graduate. He's a wordsmith. He's extremely smart. Right. Just yesterday, I gave it to our anniversary. I gave him a card and he's just shaking his head because <laughs> he's like, your grammar is terrible. <laughs> I'm like, I keep it fun. <laughs> I keep it fun. He's like, this is not a word. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> it is if I wrote it. And I actually beat him at Scrabble. <laughs> You got to use the Z's. You got to use, use the Z's. Z's. You got to unlock, <laughs> unlock the uh, hacks in it. Right? <laughs> Happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, let me ask, when you look back from, from it all, right, you, you had some crazy shit top to bottom. <laughs> if you were going to give yourself advice back then, what would it be? You now, lose now to a young lose. I would probably say the same thing I'd say to myself now. Don't be so angry. Don't be so angry. Don't, why are you so mad? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Because I, I feel like that's a lot what I, that's the emotion I ran with. Yeah. Whether it was cutting school, whether it was not doing homework, whether it was getting into a fist fight, it was always anger. Right. I was always just angry, didn't know what to do with the anger. And it almost becomes your personality, right? Yeah, and like it you're did. The angry kid. Yeah. yeah. When I wasn't even that angry, you know, right. but I was. Like, right. It's, but that's the character, right? That's the you character. Gotta, yeah. yeah. Very if angry. If I'm not angry, what, what who am, am I? I? Who am I? Yeah. yeah. Who am I? Happy. <laughs> that's not I me. mean, I'm kind of happy. It's there somewhere. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't laugh if I wasn't happy. Right, right. You know, but yeah, I would tell myself just not to be so angry. And I, I would tell myself that there are people who understand. Yeah. So I think that okay. was a lot of it, too. Like, not every teacher I had throughout my life was horrible. I did have some teachers that I did feel like I can talk to them and discuss what I'm going through. But right. it would always take something for me to do that. Right, right. So I, yeah, don't be so angry and use your voice. Yeah. Okay. Use your use voice. voice. I didn't use my voice. I that used my hands. That goes back to the boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. See? Boundaries. boundaries. 
<laughs> um, yeah, right. Using using your words over your hands, or yeah. at least before your hands. You know, yeah. Sometimes least, it might still be necessary. Exactly, but. exactly. But if you use even like now, we as adults or how we teach, you know, our children, it's like use your voice, and if it gets to the point. Protect yourself, but use your voice. Right. You know, right. use. See how far that'll take. See you. how far, okay? Because yeah. I didn't even give it a second. Yeah. You know? <laughs> a lot of trouble could have been avoided. <laughs> um, so you you mentioned like you had a good thing, good rapport with a few teachers. You have a favorite teacher you look back on? Oh yeah, third grade, Miss McDonald. Wow. I always remember her. Wow. I remember her to the day I die. What What made her special? She was special. She was very loving. She was very humble. She was like the mother slash grandmother slash great aunt. Like she was yeah. just always happy and jolly. And she wouldn't just pick up a piece of chalk, right? What's that? <laughs> to a chalkboard. <laughs> she wouldn't just do that, though. You know, if we were learning math and it was seven plus seven, she had seven apples and seven oranges. Right. You know, and she just, she was phenomenal at what she did. Brought and it to life. She made sure everyone was special. Yeah. You know, I think that was it. She was very involved. She was involved in our mental health. Yeah. You know, and That's I, awesome. she, I always remembered her. And I've always compared her throughout the years because I've had a lot of teachers in my life and a lot of them have been female. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Miss McDonald, Miss McDonald and my Hebrew teacher. That's right. I had a wow. bat mitzvah. <laughs> I cheated on my bat mitzvah, but had one. <laughs> also my Hebrew. Yeah, I remember her. She was just really nice. Yeah. Just Okay, and that was like uh, like weekend school, right? Like yeah, Sunday. Sunday we went school. every Sunday. So you were, you were you're mitzvahed. I was mitzvahed. I you was. You have a serious mitzvah or what? Those are like mini weddings. Yeah, it was. I had the white dress. Yeah. Uh, the whole nine, hair done, the big party at the hall. Yeah. Um, but I it was like the third sitting I had with the rabbi, and he just was like, Let's get this over with. We need to do something. And I forget the correct grammar word, but, you know, say the word was Baruch. Mm -hmm. I had to write out on tissue paper, like B-A-R-O-C-H. Okay. So for the Bamis, for the hope, we had everything written on, like, rice paper. Yeah. So when he opened the Torah, we just laid it down. Yeah, yeah. It had your and little cheat he sheet. He just, and yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> and I just read it. Like, it was, like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that works, right? Yeah. That's pretty slick. <laughs> yeah, it's slick. <laughs> um, so let me ask you a question because I know you're, you're, you were born in Colombia, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you speak Spanish? No. Okay. Among no. the only Colombians who speaks Hebrew, not Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Like I can read from a Torah, right. right? So whenever me and my husband do travel, like I've been home to Colombia or when we go to Puerto Rico, his homeland, or even when we go to Mexico, um, a lot of times I don't speak. Yeah. Because I, I, you just have that, like, I'm not, I'm not because letting it it's, out. Because it's also, like, I mean, we were in Colombia one time, and um, Cab, Cab came, and he was bringing us to the uh, airport, and he's having conversations, so he's like, where are you from? And I'm like, here. And he's like, you're from here? And I'm like, yeah, I'm from here. <laughs> and he's like, your accent. I was like, I know, I'm adopted. I grew up in New York. I'm like. It's a whole thing. In Staten Island, New York, actually. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And I married a Jew-Rican. So my husband, he's Jewish, and yeah, he's Hispanic. He wow. speaks 
he can speak. His mom, his sister, the whole the whole family, right? Okay. Um, all speak um, fluent. Mm-hmm. So, growing yeah. up in the city, would you have you know people just assume you speak Spanish and like you know even today? Yeah, to I this mean, day, all, all the time. Yeah, especially in Westchester. Yeah, forget, oh, forget it. Forget about it. Forget it. Yeah, you know how many women I'll have? They'll be asking someone for help, like a stock boy or something, and they're like, "He doesn't understand." Do you? And yeah. I'm like, "All right, number one, yeah, that's a human." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, Let's start to dissect you, this. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, but yeah, all the time, uh, all the time. Yeah, does that give you? Did that give you like a little identity crisis growing up? Huge. Yeah, huge. Probably up until like I probably met my husband and his family. Yeah. You know, like really, even though I didn't grow up around Hispanics, it's always my most comfortable. Okay. Like I'm just, I'm comfortable around my people. And it, it, it says something that even though I didn't grow up in the environment, there are things that will stay with you sure. forever. Yeah. And yeah. I've tried, I don't, you don't try to pick up a pen, you pick up a pen. I have done my best with learning Spanish and it's, Oh man, it was yeah. bad it's like years. Back in class. <laughs> yeah, years of taking Spanish. Whether it was in school, whether it was hiring someone, whether it was doing the books or the cassettes back in the day. Right. It just didn't stick. Didn't stick. It didn't stick. Yeah. Language, I don't know. I, I think language you gotta be immersed in it to really get it. I you know, I you have to. I just I don't know. I don't know. And also like even if because when you go away, sometimes after a couple of days, you can't pick up words to say right. cup of coffee or how to get somewhere. I sound like an Italian from Staten Island <laughs> talking Spanish, you know, like there's no like accent. You right, know? right. Like, yeah. It's an accent I have created. Uh, <laughs> the Lose Michelle accent. Yeah, the Lose Michelle accent. So, um, did you take like Spanish language in school or no? I did. So I always chose Spanish. Like from seventh grade on, right? On, whenever they introduced it, it just didn't stick. But it's you, that that's not on you. I, I've talked about this where we acknowledge that kids learn languages better younger and, you know, and frequently. And what do we do? We're like, well, we're going to wait till seventh grade and we're going to give it to them once a week. You it's, know? it's so like- true because when I was, in, I was a nanny for a long time on the Upper West Side and a lot of the parents that hired Spanish speaking nannies was so the nanny could teach the kid how to speak Spanish because right. it is. Right. That was the hardest. I think the hardest time I ever took Spanish was when I was a sophomore in college and I was taking a Spanish course. I winded up dropping it because mm-hmm. it was t- it was so bad because it's the rules. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's the rules. And who learns <laughs> language that way? It's the rules. Know? If we just learn it as a baby. Right. You, you'll speak it fluently. But yeah, when you get down to the rules and the male and the female and the singular, the plural, you're right. like, what? And then but it's also like now go back and try to deconstruct English like that. It's like that. I don't. I don't know language like that. Like, you know it from hearing it and speaking and like somebody being like, that sound, you're saying that wrong. You know, like things like that. A lot of the time I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) I know I am. All right. So a question I'd like to wrap up with here. Mm -hmm. If we had, if you had to pick three memories, best, worst, and weirdest from school, what would they be? Hmm. That's a good one. The weirdest, I would have to say, I'll go with weirdest first. Uh, The weirdest moment I had when I was in, I think I was in fifth grade. 
<laughs> so many years ago, this would never fly. Um, I had a, I had some kind of stomach virus, and I was able to stay in school the whole day and excuse myself to go vomit <laughs> in the basket garbage pile of the classroom. Wow, wow! Because the where the teacher had it. It was a separate, um, like, where you can go to wash your hands right. area, and that's where the bucket was. So I would just walk in, vomit, throw the bag down the chute, and switch it. And I did it all day. Yeah. All day. Could you like imagine? Your, your mom wrote a note for you to do that? <laughs> My mother, I came home. My mother was like, what? is that what's that smell and i was like i've been throwing up all day and she was like what <laughs> damn um you said scariest B best worst and then we got weirdest best worst okay so best and worst Wor um, worst can be scariest yeah what was the worst i you know i gotta go back to that mr k guy it was interesting it's actually because this was the story I was telling my husband. It's interesting with him because the worst day I ever had with him was him like calling me out on something and I shared out loud how he was feeling and he just like ripped me apart of how like feelings will get you nowhere in life, like the whole nine. So now I'm hyperventilating, right? Yeah, and I yeah. can't calm down. Even to this day, I'm like that. I can't calm down. I don't know how to calm down. Right. Give me something <laughs> to hit. Give me something to hit. <laughs> He takes me outside the classroom and he's just like, just calm down. And I was hyperventilating. And he was like, you have to calm down. And I was like, you have to understand how I feel. Like, and I like, right. it, I forced myself to say, it. like, I was like, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. And he was just so taken back. Yeah. And that moment forward with him, our dynamic changed. Yeah. Because I think he just finally like just saw like, oh, this is a sensitive person. And right. uh, I, I don't know. I think I'm doing bad things and I don't even know. Like, right. So it was one of the worst, but it did turn into one of the best because he shifted. Okay. After that. Okay. I learned that word after 17 years of therapy. <laughs> he shifted. Growth. <laughs> um. But the best of the best was high school. I had, it was, it was what it was, but I had so much fun in that private school. Like I just, I had fun because it was debauchery. It yeah. was, you know, doing things you weren't supposed to be doing, but I did it with like people who were, they were so fucking roar and they had this confidence and this courage that I was just like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. You know, what? You know, like I remember one time we cut class and one of the girls, she was in the backseat, we were driving and she asked someone to open the moonroof and she just stood on top of it and she was yelling out loud. And I was just like, wow. You know, like I just, I've never. <laughs> That's like a scene out of TV. Yeah. Wolf. And I've never seen like a girl do that. You always see guys doing that. Right. You right. know, so it was, I feel like high school gave, high school reminded me of like, I'm a girl, but I actually can be this wild. Right. I have voice yeah, too. Yeah, and have a voice and use my hands and I can sell pot too. Yeah. Like I didn't know that I did only guys sold drugs. Okay, like right. it was just this whole. <laughs> <laughs> when you got to the private school, uh, did you keep cutting class? Not as much because it was such a pain in the ass. Yeah. You know, like it was like they called your parents and then if you got, I think they used to do something also where if you did, then you got something taken away or you had to go to detention and detention was horrible. Okay. So it was that, see, but 
discipline. Yeah, That's yeah. discipline. Funny how you stopped cutting class <laughs> stopped when cutting. there were... Because there was discipline. There were consequences <laughs> at hand. Strange thing about consequences is they tend to work. Yeah. <laughs> Just like boundaries. Louis, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a blast. This was fun. Thanks for coming up. Very good therapy session, Phil. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. All right. That was the episode with Luz Michelle. Follow her on Instagram. Check out some of her live shows online. Uh, And thanks for checking out the show this week. Please make sure you follow, subscribe, share, whatever it is you can do with your podcast platform. Please do it. I'm putting clips on YouTube every week. So please follow uh, Phil Valentine on YouTube and uh, share the show with a friend if you enjoyed it. I hope you like the intro and outro song as much as I do. That's done by the great Derek Alexander Smith. And we've had some awesome flyers and posters uh, these last couple weeks done by the great Schmanks. Thanks a lot, guys. So long.